Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host Dale Carlson. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Simple Faith on this beautiful, beautiful Saturday afternoon. I hope that you're sitting somewhere cool today where you can... uh, uh, listen in and maybe participate in our conversation today. Um, I'm here with Jim Barnes and uh, Bob Balmier. Yes. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna have a nice conversation today, and we're gonna open up the phone lines early so that uh, you can participate. But you know, uh, I got to tell you, I, this is this is just something that I, I, I this is, has really not a lot to do with our conversation today. But I had the most interesting phone call yesterday that uh, that I've ever had, and uh, I had a guy call me and ask me. My, my son and I run a uh, well run. We own a we own a small um, exterminator business, and so I got a call yesterday, and this guy says, "Can you put bugs into my house?" <laughs> and I said, "What? I put bugs into your house?" And I said, "What's going on?" And uh, we went back and forth for a while, and finally he says, you know, the problem is my girlfriend moved in with me and my father, and I can't get her to leave. <laughs> so he wanted me to put bugs in his in his house to get his girlfriend to leave. And I said, I can't do that. That's illegal. And he says, oh, don't worry. He says, I've got an, a, a friend who's an attorney. I says, no, I don't think we're going down that road. <laughs> but no. Anyway, it's human, oh, nat- it's human nature. You know, it just, just says, you know, we, we just go... Go do, we want to do just about anything to get our own way mm. and to, uh, to achieve our own goals, yeah. and including putting bed bugs into somebody's house. I, I, can't, mm. I can't get over that. But anyway, uh, we're going to have a talk today. Uh, this is simple faith, and we want, to, we want to take a look at what Jesus tells us to do and keep it simple. And so I, I thought of the verse this week. Um, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And I don't know how that makes you feel uh, when, when, uh, when you hear that verse. Um, maybe, you know, like we have the answers and, uh, and others don't and uh, or a little puffed up that uh, we're, we're, uh, we're Christians and others aren't. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know how that makes you feel, Jim or Bob. But... Um, but I think I don't think that's what Jesus intended. Well, now I'm thinking this in a sense. It gives me a real sense of relief. Yeah. To say truth is not something that you have to go digging in books after. Uh, it's not something that somebody gains that you got to gain knowledge to get. Truth is. Jesus said, "It's me." Yeah, it's it's him, and so so I think I think in in uh, in knowing that that's Jesus, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. You know, I think everything about his life was geared towards helping us understand mm. what it's like to be like him. I mean, uh, the 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 Bible says we're to be his disciples, and we're to that's go out right. and make disciples. And a disciple is like the master. So I think right from the very, very, very beginning of, of Jesus' birth uh, and, uh, and, and how he was born and the circumstances that he was born in, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, he, he decided he, he was going to be the, uh, the friend of the disenfranchised. Uh, you know, I think about the shepherds mm. who who uh, who smelled like their sheep, and nobody wanted to hang around with them. 
and uh, they were homeless. I mean, they didn't have a place to uh, uh, to have that baby. They were they were on a trip, and they didn't have a place to go. Uh, eventually, they were refugees uh, that that uh, that traveled to Egypt. Um, they were, you know, the the whole the whole picture of Jesus' birth is uh, is is a is a picture of humility. The fact that uh, that the angels invited the shepherds to uh, to to be the ones to celebrate his birth, you know, it just says these are the people that Jesus came for and mm. uh, and and uh, was there to focus on. That uh, that was I think that was so important. It's, we go over that and, and don't think about that a lot. Well, you know, I think, you know, when he said, I'm the truth and I'm the way, um, we, you know, someone might say, well, me, I must be special. And God said, you know, just the opposite of that is that I chose those that were despised by the world. Those that exactly. were, were cast down. You know, he came for the brokenhearted. He said, how many lawyers have we here in the congregation yeah. right now? Yeah. And there was no lawyers yeah. there. He said, they've already got their reward. Yeah. But he said, I've come for the, the you know, the, the, the those that are broken and those that are hurting. It's easier for a, a rich, uh, easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than exactly. it is for a rich man to uh, to come to the to uh, come into the kingdom. Uh, it doesn't mean that uh, that that uh, that rich people won't be there. Exactly, but it, it's difficult because we have all those things that uh, mm -hmm. that that kind of distract us and and make us. Uh, well, well, money can corrupt people, and I know that you know. Even when Jesus turned the money, the, you know, the tables over for the money changes, they're taking what God meant for good and turned it into a way to make money. Yeah, yeah. And, God, and yeah. He was so angry, uh, you know, with that endeavor, and yeah. that's why we we have to to be careful to realize, you know, money is not evil, but the love of it is. Yeah, yeah. And and we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and thank Him for the work that he does. Well, yeah, because anything that gets in between us, if Jesus is truth, mm. then anything that gets between us and Jesus and distracts us from him is is not truth. I think that uh, that it was a it was a um, something that really impressed me at one point in my life when I was working with a lot of uh, uh, folks that are, are are poor and disenfranchised and whatever, uh, you know, as we as we worked with those folks, you know, our, our goal was to help those folks get to know Jesus, mm. and that wasn't so easy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, those folks that focused on that and and uh, became involved in that, uh, it just it was a life changing experience right. for them. But it was a life-changing experience for the for the community around us too mm. to see that Christians were actually doing something, and that they right. were engaged in helping people, and uh, um, yeah, and I think I think those two groups were helped far more sometimes than well, than. D d what was their method? Was it just word only, or was it through? Say, say that. Was it only through words, or was it through? Oh no! Uh, not, yeah, uh, explain that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we huh? had we had uh, food. Food uh, distributions. We had doctors that came in, and we had dentists that came in. We had uh, we had teen programs. We had children's programs. We had programs for moms and, and that kind of stuff. But it was it was about engaging uh, our community uh, in love, and uh, and so that's that's uh, that was that was very impactful. So I think when we 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 uh, we, we we think about Jesus being the way, you know. Uh, uh, being able to bring ourselves to to associate with uh, with the poor and the disenfranchised mm. and the sick and the the you know the the, fellow, the folks who have needs you know those uh, you know I, I remember when Jesus had with that woman was pu putting the perfume on Jesus' feet uh, you know Judas kind of got his fur up a little bit and and said <laughs> that money could be used somewhere else and, and Jesus said the poor are going to be with you always. Mm. And I think the poor in a lot of in the disenfranchised uh, a lot of times are our opportunity to love God by loving our neighbors. Mm. And so I think that's part of the way the you know Jesus was demonstrating that the way you know in fact in his early ministry, um, you know he was healing the sick and right. uh, and feeding the hungry. And I think 
I, I don't want to. I don't want to get going on. Go ahead, Bob. No, what I was just. I was just thinking, Dale, as I've worked with you for a long time. I remember lugging cases of water up uh, four flights of stairs. <laughs> yeah. and let me tell you what, that wasn't easy, but we did what we could. Uh, well, of course, some people dumped the water out so they could return the bottles. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. then mattresses, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, coats. Uh, yeah. We've done yeah. uh, a, a lot of that. Uh, um, Type of ministry right. and and it is effective. It is effective and it uh, it it again it helps us more than it helps the people we're yes. ministering to. But you know I think of I think of Jesus in those those uh, in his years of ministry, you know he he used everything he had available to him and he had available you know honestly yeah. he had more available to him than we have to us. I mean he could look into somebody's heart and say I I, I know who you are. <laughs> I can't yeah. do that all the time, and I get quite a toolbox. Yeah. That was that was a toolbox that we don't have. <laughs> right? You know, he uh, he, but he 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 expended everything that he had to show us that uh, that mm. that uh, that uh, that's what we should be doing. You know, we don't have all those tools, but we we have tools that we can use. We've all got a certain amount of wealth. That's right. We've got a certain amount of time, and we certainly have people around us that have needs that we could be uh, we could be loving God by loving them. There used to be a saying, a popular saying, and I'm not sure where it got started, but uh, that you should ask, if you're a Christian, you should ask, what would Jesus do? I I was thinking about that. No, you don't ask, what would Jesus do? You ask, what did he do? Yeah. Just look at him and see what he did. And what yeah. should we don't do? Try yeah, to figure right, it out. Right. Yeah. Just do what he did. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that he did all, I think his two favorite verses were come and go. Yeah. And what he did all the time was go. Yeah. He went where where people were hurt. My goodness, he would, it, it was a terrible thing to touch a leper. Leprosy was a highly infectious disease. And everybody knew you don't mm. go near and touch a leper. Mm-hmm. And Jesus did. He went yeah. up and touched him. And you think you think about where he came from to do all this. I mean, you know, he had. I I don't know. You know, I've never been to heaven yet. I hope to get there someday. <laughs> but uh, but you know, he's sitting at the right hand of the Father yeah. and looking down and saying, you know, these people need help. All of them. All of us needed help. You know, we needed to we needed to see God in a in a new way. You know, Jesus constantly said, "I'm only doing what I see my Father doing." And uh, and uh, and he left a. I, I have to imagine it was a pretty comfortable uh, uh, seat next to his father to come down and invest himself in in uh, in, uh, in working with uh, with us. But it was his father's love for us, right, that sent him down. Right. That was the motivating force. Mm. Was God loved us so much that he couldn't just sit there and see us messing up and getting in trouble and hurting and suffering and. And going, making all kinds of mistakes, so he said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna send my son yep. to go and yep. get into the thick of the thing." You know, I I think here um, when uh, they the disciples were concerned for him because he had told the woman at the well, you know, all that she had done, and she was bringing a whole the whole city out to say, "Come see this man," and. And what Jesus said, and they asked him, they said, uh, uh, meat to, uh, they said, uh, eat, Master. And he says, uh, I have meat to eat that you know not of. And then immediately he's speaking to the disciples, and he says, Jesus saith unto, unto them, meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white and all ready for harvest. So what I I hear that saying, Bob, is Mm. that if you don't know people with needs, you aren't looking. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You need to say, you know, and that's what you send the disciples because, I mean, they're there, but they didn't see it. Yeah. And, and he says, man, oh, look up yeah. and see. You don't need to wait four months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> today's a good day. Yeah. This is what we're trying to do here at this uh, with this radio program. I think this is all it's about is to say to people, Look, uh, we've got to be doing something as as uh, as Christians, as a group of people uh, that that uh, that love God, and are called according to His That's purpose. Um, That's right. Yeah, 
I think uh, we're going to open the phone lines right now. Good. And, uh, and uh, please call us and get involved in this conversation. We want to learn not only not only talking about what we want to have happen, but we want to hear from you. What have you learned? And uh, and what can you add to this conversation? Yes, because we've... I think it's so important. You know, we're heading into a time of such uncertainty. Uh, we're we're you know with the with the um, the uh, nuclear the, war threats, the nuclear war oh, threats, the threats of famine, uh, yeah, the, the yeah, threats that yeah. you know we're gonna we're not inflation, gonna, infl- inflation, empty shelves in the grocery store, yeah, the gas, gas you know, almost five dollars a gallon. I paid six dollars a gallon for diesel fuel wow. the other day, and uh, and it just it just it's it's out of it seems like yeah. it's out of control, and, and there's yeah. they're talking about you know the the. The breadbasket of the world, you know, is Ukraine and Russia, and that's not going to be available, and it's going to cause all these mm-hmm. things to happen. These are times that we need to be up and aware, and uh, and letting our mm-hmm. light shine so before men that, that that's they right. can see yes. uh, our good works and glorify mm-hmm. our Father who's in heaven. I just think it's so important uh, that we do that. So it's seven two five nine two two four. We're just about yeah. to go to break, and uh, uh, we'll be, in fact, we're going to go to break right now, <laughs> and uh, and we'll be back uh, yes. in just a few minutes, 725-9224. Please call in and, uh, and join us in this conversation. We'll see you in a few minutes. Yes. Good afternoon. We're back. Uh, this is our second session. I'm here with uh, Bob Bolmier and Jim Barnes, and we're talking about Jesus' words, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, no one comes to the Father except through me. And what does that mean? You know, we hear that, uh, that, that yeah, I hear, I hear a lot of people will say, well, you know, Christianity is good, but every religion is the same, and uh, just as long as we believe in God. Mm. But Jesus laid down a path That's for right. us that, uh, that started out with, uh, with his humble um, beginnings, uh, being uh, born in a manger uh, with the disenfranchised, the poor, the humble. Uh, he became a refugee in Egypt, you know, those things that we hear so much about uh, today. And, uh, and uh, he, he started out his life like that. And I think that was part of the message that he's trying to send us. This is the way, you know, these are the people that you need to focus on. You look for those needs. Mm that are out there and then be part of the solution be part of uh, loving others because that's how god says i want to be loved uh jesus said um or god jesus said the first commandment is to love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and the second commandment is just like the first that you love your neighbor as yourself and on these two commandments are based all the law and the prophets Mm -hmm. everything else supports those two commandments uh it's not that that the rest of the scripture isn't important but unless it results in us loving our neighbors because we love god you know it's kind of worthless information but what what is that loving your neighbor how do you do that i mean that boy you 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 can get off on some strange tangents pursuing that what does it mean to love your neighbor and one of the things that jesus said about that was greater love is no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friend and i don't think he was talking about dying because he he took care of that was his department oh we've only been given a a a few moments of life uh in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. and every moment that we lay down for someone else uh to meet their needs is uh is laying down our life for a friend sure on a sunday afternoon when i'm thinking Oh boy, football was on, and and I, I'm just going to lay back here, sit down, and relax, and have a good time, and watch mm. football. And the telephone rings, and it's a neighbor who's got a problem and needs help, and says, "Come, can you come help me?" Oh no, I was just getting ready to watch the football game. <laughs> well, lay down your life for your friend. Well, I think it was Pass sister, it up. sister Carrie that said that that when everybody else was going out to dinner after church, she was going to the nursing home to, yep. you know, to to labor and to and to you know share yeah. uh, what was in her heart. And I, I thought, wow, I mean, that's one way of laying your life down. Yep. Uh, 
Well, now, what's that phone number that people can call and talk with us? 725-9224. You don't know that yet, Jim? 725-9224. Because we want to hear, what does that mean to you? Love your neighbor as yourself. How do you do that? You know, I think I think Jesus. Uh, you know, one of the things that he did that was, uh, was you know, he uh, we talked earlier about how he just uh, he had so many more talents than we have, and mm. so much more more available to him than we have. I mean, he could look into somebody's heart and say, "This is I know who you are." Uh, he foreshadowed uh, the power that, that we'd have as is uh, in his kingdom as we enter his kingdom beyond this life. You know, he helped Peter walk on water. Now, I've never been able to help somebody walk on water. <laughs> no. But it was Jesus used everything he had to show us who he is and uh, and give us hope for the future. Exactly. You know, he uh, he. I don't know how many people he healed, uh, raised from the dead. I mean, Lazarus, and there was uh, the centurion's daughter, and and I think there was a relative of uh, Peter that uh, he he raised from the dead. Uh, but we can't do that. Uh, but Jesus did that because it was it was resources that he had available to him. Well, and the words are Jesus can do it. We can't do it, but Jesus can. Right. And we have Jesus. Yes. Yep. Mm. Well, I think they said Jesus only worked about 300 uh, miles from his home uh, maximum. But today he can he can be in tops of Maine uh, through us. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we have Carrie from Lewiston on the phone today. Sister Carrie. Sister Carrie, I'm so uh, glad to hear you. Um, welcome. Welcome. Hello. Good afternoon, Dale. Oh, it's good to hear your voice. <laughs> yes, we, were just, we were just talking about you. Maybe you heard us. Well, I was just sitting in my car. I just got on my fellowship workshop. We had a wonderful time. And our uh, theme and motto is, is grow, glow, and go. Grow, grow, and go. Grow, grow in the Lord and in the power of might. And after we grow, we glow. That uh-huh, our light yes. will shine before men that they may see our good work and glorify the Father which is in heaven. And then we go into all the world preaching yes. the gospel. Oh, yes. That's amen. You know, and I, I love when you say, Carrie, and I know this is true because I know who you are, uh, <laughs> is that that when we do those things, it's not a burden. It is you do glow. We do glow. And, Hallelujah. Uh, yep. We uh, we have the the gifts of the spirit, the fruits of the spirit that He gives to us along the way. That in spite of any circumstances that come along, uh, we can know that uh, that that we're going to be with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, and Amen. Moses Moses when he was with God up on that mountain. When he came back after being with God, he came back from the mountain. He glowed. Well, I'll tell you what, Carrie glows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and anyone and that's what God wants us to do. Yes, I mean, it it's is. Not about us. We want to please God. And the scripture says, as you would that men do unto you, do ye also unto them. And everybody's Amen. not going to do unto us what we do to them. But we are not about pleasing the flesh. We are all about pleasing God. That's so that right. we can get the glory and we can get the blessing. Amen. God Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so people will look at us, and they will be able to say, "They've been with Jesus." I can tell. I think that's the, been with I think Jesus. that's the plan. I mean, that's They're the way. Growing. That's God has told <laughs> us. That Jesus has told us how to present His love. It's not not with our words. It is with our words to some degree, but boy, it's gotta it's gotta be part of our soul, part of what we do. Uh, you know, just just empty talk uh, That's right. is is not what God wants us to do. Carrie, you go into the senior citizen homes, uh, just you know, uh, and, and uh, yes, to the nursing home, and it's just our reasonable service what we do. Yeah, uh, like Romans twelve one and two, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Mm. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living, living sacrifice, sacrifice. That's totally right. acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Yes. And be not conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's and it's right. not about how people treat us. It's about how we treat people, because yes. we are going to have to give an account to God for the deeds that we have done 
not about what the other person has done. They don't have to give an account for their own deeds. Yeah, and we're going to have to give account for the deeds that we didn't do, too. Right, Carrie? Yeah. All right, all right, say it. But, <laughs> Carrie, now, but that's not easy. Uh, no, it, it that but, would be called laying down your life. Hmm. You, you have to lay down your life. But the Bible says, really, will uh, someone lay, uh, die for someone else? But God gave his life for the sins of the whole wide world. It's not easy, but I stand on Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And That's as I right. said before, the word can't is not even in the Bible, C-A-N-T, but I can do all things through Christ. Amen. In fact, it's only by laying down Thank your you life Lord. that you get Absolutely. life. Absolutely. He says, yeah. yeah. You have to put God first, number one. And That's when you right. get when you get in over your head, when you get into situations that you can't handle or that you can't solve or that you can't can't do, you open you open the door for God to come mm-hmm. in and uh, and and do the things like Jesus did. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's yeah. almost like walking on water. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. see, you see God do things that is impossible for us to do, and I it's just true. I want people to understand that because it's so exciting when you get into that method of, of of serving the lord he just takes care of everything you know and in fact you want you want to get into those situations <laughs> right. that are over yeah. your head because it's so exciting to see god move but are you willing to trust him enough to let him yeah. come in and do that well it's believing you got to yeah. believe, you know, and, and when that's Jesus that's said, faith. "That's what faith says." Yeah, and, exactly. and, and when when uh, the Bible says, "Your job is to believe in Him Amen. who He has sent," uh, that belief is not just a, a passive. Oh, yeah, I believe that Jesus is 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 real. No, it's it's a it's a life changing thing that, uh, that 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 takes over who you are and uh, and and allows you to uh, to do things that. You never thought you could do. Yeah, yeah so when we found that out, Jesus, and that's why it's so important that we study the word, study to show ourselves mm-hmm. the food unto God. We have to be in that word every day. That's our daily bread, our spiritual bread. Yeah, just like we eat our natural bread, our natural food. Yeah. We have to eat that spiritual food every day because the Holy Spirit will bring all things to our remembrance when we yes, get off track. Yeah, because that's the yeah. only way you're going to know what Jesus right. does. Is yeah. to that's get right, to know yeah, him, to get in that word. Daily, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it John said in, in the end of his gospel? He said, if I tried to write down all, all the things the, yeah, that Jesus right. did, it would fill, the world couldn't hold all the books that it would yeah. fill. Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> thank you so much yeah. for your call, Carrie. Yeah, thank so, you. so, thank so good you. to hear from you. Love you, yeah. Sister Carrie. God bless you. God bless you. be with you, God Sister Carrie. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, you know, that, I, I think what Carrie was saying, and I, I know this about her because I, I know her, and Bob, you know her, yes. Jim, I think you've met her, uh, maybe you have or not, I don't know, but but you know what I think about Jesus, uh, you know, he he left his comforts behind to serve us, and I, I think of that verse where it says mm. foxes have holes, yeah, and uh, but I have no place to, to lay my head. Uh, he was yeah. homeless. Yeah, he was homeless. He was just a wanderer, and, uh, and and it didn't seem to bother him a whole lot. No, he says he says I whatever he did, uh, he didn't <laughs> take credit for. It. He says I'm only doing what my father, mm, what I see my true. father doing. Yeah. Well, what Jim had just said in in, in John, in uh, twenty one and and verse uh, twenty five said, uh, should it be written, everyone, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written about all that Christ did. I mean, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the great teacher. Seven two five nine two two four. You heard Carrie. We want to hear you too. Uh, what you're thinking and uh, and uh, how you can add to this conversation. But I think we've talked a little bit about Jesus showing us the way. Mm-hmm. I mean everything he did was showing us the way. It's not just it's not just reading something and saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, that makes me feel good to read it." It's about taking that uh information and applying it in a way that Jesus did to to be a disciple, to be like Jesus. And uh and I want to talk a little bit now about the truth. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you know, not that what we talked about before isn't the truth, but the truth is that we're in a spiritual war. 
Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, we don't we don't even recognize it because our lives are so mm. comfortable. Uh, we have everything we need. Uh, we've got food on our table. We've got you know gas is expensive, but uh, we've yeah. we're, we're still traveling That's around. Right. We're getting back and God forth to is... work, and so it's yeah. so easy to sit back and and uh, and Become just complacent. absorb the comforts yeah. of this world you know, without uh, without thinking about you know what's going on. With our neighbors, yes. What's what are those needs that are out there in the world? Well, because we we Jesus said He is the truth, but then we also know that we've got three at least three enemies out there: the world, the flesh, and the devil. And the devil. And, uh, well, I'd say four us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that's the flesh. Yeah, the flesh. That's okay, the yeah. flesh. Yeah. 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 Okay. And 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 that's a fact of the world that we live in. Yeah. That's why Jesus came. That's why Jesus came, but you're what, in trouble, gang. What was you need me? Yeah. What was the result of all that for Jesus? Mm. Oh well, that was a pretty tough result. This is the truth. I mean, this is the truth. We are in a spiritual battle, and yes, like you are. said, we have these enemies mm. against us, and part of those enemies is us because we are so, so um, we get so wrapped up in our in our uh in our own lives in our own comforts and and those kind of things that uh we forget that we're we're really in a spiritual battle and i've got barbara on the line now so uh barbara how are you great thank you i'm so glad to hear from you this is uh we're gonna have, uh, this is a lot i, I didn't ex i was wondering if anybody call in today because every it's such a nice, a nice day, day yeah that uh that i'm so glad you called in barbara yeah no thank you. i I was thinking about the comment that Pastor Bomier had made about um, looking on the fields as though they're harvest, um, the, uh -huh. the fields were ripe. And I remember learning that that word ripe there meant that it was like they were overripe, almost to the point of rotting. And mm. I thought to myself, Jesus doesn't suggest it. He doesn't ask us. He commands us to go and preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you know, and then he tells us that the fields are ripe, ready for harvest. And yet we, I wonder how many of us as Christians look on the fields, if you will, and see it as ripe. Oftentimes we look at them, oh, they're into Ekankar, they're into this, they're into that, they're, they're a Muslim, they're this, you know, and, and we, we dismiss oh. the fact that the reason why they are in all of that stuff is because they are searching and they're by nature, they're given to want to That's worship something. And so they will turn to these things. And yet mm. I feel the sad reality in the church of today is that we no longer disciple um, people to go out and preach the gospel. Um, Jesus himself had said, you know, that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And um, he sent me to heal mm. the, the broken hearted, -hearted yeah. to proclaim liberty to the captive mm -hmm. and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And when we look around us, that's the world we live in. Mm. People okay. are broken, they're oppressed, they're captive, you know, they're poor, they're, you know, and yet we don't, I feel as Christians, we don't look at the fields and see exactly how ripe they are. And understand that God has commanded us to go forth and preach the gospel. How, and then get back to the churches. Mm -hmm. The churches, I feel, have have in, in, unwittingly designed the church in such a way now that it that it's a it's it's more of an entitlement. What's in it for me? When Jesus yeah, said he came to serve, view. right? He came to serve, not to be served, but you know to serve, and he tells us that if we love him, we will obey his commands. And the That's measure right. of our love is our obedience. And mm. our obedience is the highest form of worship that we can have for Christ. And so if we are in love with Christ and we are being obedient to him and to his commands, well, one of his commands is to go forth and preach the gospel. And I have to wonder, in, mm. in the week to week, people get up, they go to church, they... Uh, listen to the worship, they throw a few pennies or so into the bucket for the offering, and they mm -hmm. listen to the sermon, and then they go home and they go about their business. In the meantime, these fields are out there right, ready for oh, harvest. Right. And we're not out there preaching the gospel and, and yeah. setting the captives free through the power of the Holy Spirit and, you know, ministering to the poor, as you will. There are isolated cases mm -hmm. 
where that's happening. But as a rule, I feel that the churches aren't set up anymore to, to make disciples. I just feel a disciple will be get disciples will be get disciples kind of thing, and we're not seeing that. I love I love what it says, Barbara. I love I don't know who said this. Uh, I think it's been attributed to Saint Francis of Assisi, but uh, but he says preach the gospel at all times and when necessary mm-hmm. use words. Right. <laughs> and I, I, I think that's kind of you know I think I think sometimes that's all the world sees us as is a is a mm-hmm. is a mouthpiece, and mm-hmm. uh, and so you know actively loving people is such an important part of demonstrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that love that Christ had for us. It's not mm-hmm. just talking about his love. It's actually right. coming in and taking root in our, our soul, mm-hmm. and then it's coming out through our actions. Uh, and and right. then, then people are open to our words. Uh, when they mm-hmm. see the actions, they're open. They're open. You know, God, we, the, the, the people of the Old Testament had heard God's words, but until Jesus came, they hadn't seen the actions. Yeah, the, right. the fields exactly. that are white for the harvest are oh. those people out there that are seeking. I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, we got to go to break. I, oh, I, I got okay. I got all God wrapped up in this. Barbara. Thanks for calling in, Barbara. We really, really yeah. appreciate that. Uh, we're going to go to break. Seven two five nine two two four. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk more about uh, the, the truth when we come back. Welcome back to Simple Faith. We're on our final. We're on the final stretch here, folks, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. The number is seven two five nine two two four. I think Jim even remembers it. Seven two five nine two two four. And we're talking about uh, about Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." And we've been talking about the way, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and now we're talking about the truth, and the yes. truth is that we are in a spiritual war that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, we can be so easily deceived by by our oh comforts my. and those things that are going on around us. You know the the cares of this world. We can be sucked into that and forget that we have a job here to do, mm-hmm. and that we've been commanded by Christ to do, and that is to uh, love others, like love God by loving others. Mm. And uh, and preach the gospel not only through our actions, not only through our words, but also through our actions. And um, and we got to the truth uh, of this spiritual warfare, and uh, this spiritual warfare actually hung Jesus on the cross. Yeah, sure and did. he died, and uh, that was an important thing because because that spiritual warfare showed us the difference between the darkness and the light. It exposed that darkness in ways that uh, that that had never been exposed before. Maybe uh, the the seriousness of that battle that we're in mm-hmm. for uh, for our, our our lives, really. Yeah, that that the centurion that was standing at the foot of the cross and saw saw what was happening. Yeah. And when it, it was all over, he said, "Surely this was the Son of God." Yeah. So his death, he saw something. His death kind of demonstrates the spiritual battle between mm-hmm. the carnal life and our and our kingdom life. It's it, it, there's no there's no fellowship between the darkness and the light. In our carnal life, we live in darkness. We think that this life is all there is, and we're going to live it to its fullest and enjoy what we can. But that's not all. That's yeah, not oh all there my is. Goodness. You know uh, that spiritual darkness. Uh, there was a there was a. Uh, act of hatred for everything that made up God's kingdom. Yes, there is. And uh, and Jesus says you can expect that same battle. Yeah. Battle. If if, if they if, hated if, me, if, if they hated me, they're going to hate mm-hmm. you. But like Carrie said, we glow. We glow <laughs> right. because That's because, right. because we, Jesus didn't stay on that cross. He didn't stay no, on that cross. No, and He's given us the gift he, of the Holy Spirit and the fruits right. of the Spirit that Amen. we get to carry with us as we do what God has called us to do. Mm. And, but his death on the cross was so important uh, to show us that there is that war going on, that that battle is going on. But the next thing that happened, and this is the truth, this is the truth, is that Jesus rose from the dead. This is the world we're living in now. <laughs> we Jesus, yeah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. That's he, right. In fact. It's a big good cheer. I've overcome the world. So if, if he didn't rise from the dead, if he mm. wasn't killed on the cross, mm. and he didn't rise from the dead, we wouldn't know that we had a future beyond that's this right. life. I mean, that's the truth. I am the way, the, the truth, truth, and, and the, the life. life. 
and the life. And so that life came about as Jesus was resurrected Mm. and uh, went and visited with the disciples. And And that life that he brought was stronger, more powerful than all the hatred of the that mob that said kept yelling crucify him crucify mm. him yeah the life he brought was stronger than that and overcame it ultimately he promised it. us that we're going to have that same thing i think about when jesus walked through the walls and surprised the disciples <laughs> yeah. you know are you i Whoa. i've tried to walk through walls it hasn't come out yeah. well <laughs> yeah right we locked these doors yeah, yeah. Where, where how did he get in here yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting thought, too, is th- there may be times in your life that you're going to wonder, how did he get in here? Yeah, yeah. Well, I you, wasn't expecting you, it. You could imagine that if uh, you you'd thought you'd kill somebody and then you put him and you buried him out back and all of a sudden you look and they're looking in the window at you. <laughs> yeah. freak you out a little bit. I think the devil was a little freaked out. <laughs> I, I, I've seen movies like that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's uh, you know that that uh, the way, the truth, and the life is whole. The whole pattern of That's things is, is not to make us feel puffed up, or important, or that somebody's less than 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 we are as Christians. Mm-hmm. It's to be saying to us, I believe that yeah. uh, that that we need to be hanging out with the the people that uh, that that are not maybe the people we'd normally hang out with, mm-hmm. people that have needs and in, in that kind of thing. That's right. And don't be afraid to lay down your life. Because Jesus said, those that you try to keep your life, you're going to lose it. Right. But mm. if you give it away, then you you'll get it. it. You'll and get actually, it. that's where you find your purpose. Yeah, and, and giving it away oh. is a way to believe. I mean, mm. you know, we, we talk about you got to believe, and we kind of think, I think, in our minds that, that uh, it's just all about, you know, okay, I'm, I, I go to church every Sunday, and I believe in God. No. That's 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 you know Jesus says in Matthew twenty five read the parable of the sheep and the goats, and uh, and you'll see that it's so important that we are actually out there loving people mm-hmm. in practical ways, giving up our life as you said, Jim, to uh, to to others, knowing that someday we're going to die, whether it's on a cross or whether it's of old age, uh, we're going to die. The point and, and then we're going to be resurrected, and mm-hmm. do you believe that or not? I mean, do you believe that you're going to be resurrected? If you don't believe that, there's no way you can go out and love others. Right, right. Well, in this, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, wow, wow. Uh, He is the way and the the truth. truth And the life. And search, Mm. search all you want. There's only one place you're going to find it. Yeah. And that one who was willing to lay down his life for us. Yeah, it's not a religion. He demonstrated it from the moment of his birth. Yeah, in fact, even before that, for thousands of years, they predicted his birth, and they predicted the circumstances of his yes. birth, and it all came true. Could and, you say truth, then, is a way that you live? Well, you've got to live in the truth. You've got, you got to live mm-hmm. uh, that life yeah. if you believe the truth. If you don't believe the truth, you're not going to live that life. If you're going to, If you don't believe it, you're gonna you're gonna buy a bigger house. You're gonna take a uh, and maybe buy a beach house down in the Bahamas somewhere, or maybe you're going to uh, buy a new car. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know when people and you think you have life, but it's but not. what you've got is isn't isn't life at all. It's a vanity. It's, it's poof. existence it's, maybe. It's maybe. poof like a like a like a flower. I'm looking at my daffodils, mm. and they were so beautiful a week or so ago, and uh-huh. now they've all shriveled up and, yeah, and uh, gone. And that quick. those Easter lilies, yeah. those big blossoms well, on those Easter lilies. I, I think of gone. Solomon when you know God told me, "If you live for me, and you know you're going to prosper and do all these things," but he had some problems. And then when he got into the depths of his problems, he said, all is vanity and vexation yeah, of spirit. Yeah, yeah. In other words, he said, this world is empty. It's a pain. And, and he was the richest man that ever lived. Yeah. And, and he came to that conclusion. Because when you're outside of Christ, and when you're not finding your mean, meaningful purpose, uh, you're really existing and not living. And you can't find that purpose. You can't find that purpose if you're not giving up your life, if you're not laying that life down for other, other people, other, other mm. folks. That, that God loves, and uh, God says, if you want to love me, mm. you got to love your neighbors. And Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And so when we talk about the way, the truth, and the life, 
Uh, and we put that in context of, of mm. uh, what this is all about. I think I think that tells us what we need to know and what God expects of, of us. And uh, and and the bonus is that our life just gets better. I mean, you, uh, you mm. Jesus said, "I come." To give you life and give it to you abundantly. abundantly. And I'll I, guarantee I, you, it's abundant life. You're going to get into more yeah. problems and more situations than you ever thought of that, that you could you could, you could could get into. Think of that old song. Sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what love between my Lord and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a great life. And, um, that's uh, right. I, I've, I've been in some pretty big jams in my life mm. but god has always been there he's, he's loving always, isn't he? He, he he just he's he takes care of everything yeah and he yeah and there's a joy in him that i can't get out of anything else mm-hmm. there's a, a, a incredible yeah. peace joy and unspeakable. joy that uh comes only because of what jesus did can I read a, just a, a, a for a second here? Yes, you can. And Please then, do that. And then we'll yep. do that. Yep. In Philippians two one, it says, "If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy, fill ye my joy that ye may be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife and vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem." others better than themselves and then the messenger kind of paraphrases it like this Uh, it says if you've gotten anything at all out of following christ if his love has made any difference in your life if being in a community of the spirit means anything to you if you have a heart if you care then do uh then do me a favor um, agree with each other, love each other, be deep-spirited friends. Don't push your way to the front. Don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage, getting yourself long enough to lend, uh, uh, forgetting yourself, should I say, uh, yourself long enough to lend a helping hand. I thought that was a great way of looking at Amen. it. Amen. Amen. That's, Amen. That, that's great. <clears throat> you know, uh, Jesus said it's the spirit who gives life. Mm-hmm. The flesh profits nothing. Mm. And the words I have spoken to you, Jesus said, the words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Life. Amen. The words I have spoken to you are spirits and li- spirit and life. And it's so important. That uh, that we look at, I think that verse is kind of one of the keys to the scripture. I am the way, the truth, and the, and life. the life. We've used that as a bludgeon, uh, I think, at times to say, you know, hey, you're not going to heaven, you're going to hell mm. because uh, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. But yeah. actually, that's focused. That verse is focused on us to give ourselves a um, a measuring stick to say, mm. how are we doing? You know, it's not about how you're doing. It's about how am I doing? How am I lining myself up with Jesus as the way, the truth, truth and the life? life. Uh, How is my life uh, uh, transmitting that that uh, that ideal? Well, I think of this when I was a young convert. I used to go out and pass tracks out a lot. And one time I gave a guy a track. He threw it on the ground, and I got so offended by that. <laughs> I hollered down the street, you're going to hell. He said, you're a little lady. So my wife already told that. My boss already <laughs> told me that. <laughs> no news. That's not news. <laughs> that wasn't news to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, it's so important. So, so, Dale, how do anyone get a hold of you if if uh, maybe they have a story they'd like to tell on the radio or oh, a ministry. Oh, my goodness, we would please. love to have you on the, the radio yeah. station. You know, if, if you're doing something that uh, that uh, is unique or even mm-hmm. is not unique, you're right. just, just uh, laying down your life for the Lord, uh, give me a call uh, or uh, send me a text, dale at uh, simplefaith.net, or okay. uh, I guess that's an email address, uh, uh, but dale at simplefaith.net, or you can write to me at... Uh, at uh, uh, Simple Faith, uh, P.O. Box 111, Gray, Maine, 04039. Love to hear from you and love to have you on our radio station. Or if it's not you that needs to be here, who do you know? <laughs> right, you know, right. It's, it's, you know, we're not, we're, we keep looking for, for people to, uh, to be on our radio program. And, uh, 
It's not easy to find people, no, is it? No, it is. No. You look and on... yet we got those two calls today from yeah. Carrie yeah. and Barbara. Yeah. And you wonderful? could you could hear the, the passion. joy yeah. and That's the glow right. the in their voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, those 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 uh, those things are precious. And right. what we want to do is is expose folks to those precious right. people oh. that are actually out there laying down their lives for others, and yes. uh, and experiencing the joy that that Jesus promises us along the way. You know, we had oh, a, a, yeah. a, a we had an amputee here, uh, 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 Marianne Dean here, not too long ago that that lost an arm and she loved to knit. And uh, and she learned how to knit one-handed, right? <laughs> and, and she gets her joy out of teaching others how to do that. And she even has a YouTube video. Yeah, she got a YouTube. <laughs> yeah, Marianne Dean, one-handed yeah. knitting. You yeah. can look it up on YouTube. It's absolutely amazing. Well, and on that last week, the guy we talked with here in the studio last week, yeah. Richard Collins, yeah. he 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 said the way he God called him into that was a couple of weeks ago. Life, yeah, a couple of weeks ago was. He he had he his his son died. That's right. He was struggling. He was having an awful time. He mm. was in deep trouble and needed help. And mm. somebody reached out in love to him, that helped him get through that that awful time. And all of a sudden, he said, mm. "I guess I better." That's I right. It's that love, my life that, down. That That's love right. that opens the door to the yeah. message that we have. It's a love that yes. we live. Uh, in front of others, it might not even be that person, but people are watching. People are watching you all the time, and uh, yeah. and you know you can't believe. Oh. It's difficult to believe That's a lot right. of what people say, but you can always believe what they do. Yes. And so, if we are living a life that's committed mm -hmm. to Jesus, and uh, and it's 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 coming out our pores. Uh, people are going to see that, and they're going to be like, "What in the world are you doing?" Uh, mm, yeah. That's right. Then, then we get to tell them. <laughs> then we right. get to tell uh, them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, uh, please join us. Uh, thanks for listening today. Yeah. This has been a wonderful time. I'm yes, so glad we got uh, had a, a couple of really good calls today. Uh, spirited conversation, and uh, we'll we'll see you next week, or we won't see. You. I guess we'll we'll hear from you next week. Yeah, I'll sure. be looking forward okay. to it. Okay. Mm. God bless you from uh, from Dale Carlson, from Jim Barnes, and from Bob Bomier. We're so happy that uh, love you all. Yeah, love you all. Amen. God bless. God bless, and uh, it's. Welcome to WBCI Radio 105.9, life-changing radio. This has been a wonderful time. God bless you. It's